By the way, that's always been true in insurance. The insurance companies that have that win over time, they use data. They either have access to different data, or they use data differently than anyone else does. So what they can do then is they can they can look at a population, a risk, and they can evaluate that risk different than someone else can. Welcome to Uptech Report. This is our Apply Tech series. Uptech Report is sponsored by TerraLeap. Learn how to leverage the power of video at TerraLeap.io. Today, I'm joined by my guest, Tim Metzner, who's based in Cincinnati, Ohio. He's the co-founder and chief strategy officer at Coterie. Welcome, Tim. Good to have you on. Thank you. Happy to be here. Now, Coterie is a commercial insurance platform. You're focused on serving other software platforms as well as agents and brokers. On your website, it actually says, small business insurance simplified. Help me understand, Tim, what was the concept uh, that you had for Coterie? What was the problem that you actually initially saw and set out to solve? Yeah, so we're a company who's, uh, you know, one of those interesting examples where our actual end customer or end user who we're serving is a little bit different than our partners who actually are the way we distribute our products. So our end user is that small business owner. And we talk about it, everything from, you know, call it a micro business or a freelancer contractor, that single person, you know, one girl in, in a truck kind of thing, uh, all the way up to, um, you know, a small business with say up to 50 employees or something like that. And really ac across a broad range of um, kind of industries and classes. So our, our, our core customer is really that small business owner. And the way we get to them is through partners. So in some cases, that's technology partners. So maybe the tools that that small business is already using to run their business, um, like an accounting system, right? Uh, or a point of sale system, something like that. Or the way insurance is traditionally sold today and still, you know, somewhere between 85 and 95% of small business insurance still goes through an agent or broker. Um, and so we believe that we can drastically simplify the life of an agent broker, make it a lot easier for them to sell that small business insurance policy. And we can add additional value to a platform or a technology that is already serving the small business customer by empowering them or powering an insurance buying experience right from their platform. Uh, now, you, you started 20, 2018, is that correct? Yeah, began, and, and yep. you started specifically more as a an API uh, first company, and so you're providing that API to the other software platforms, like um, you mentioned, like software uh, accounting solutions, like QuickBooks or other things that right. basically hook in and then are able to offer insurance. But it's really going through your API to do the end. Um, I don't know the the right words. Uh, Adjustment underwriting or, that yeah underwriting exactly. there we go and yeah. it comes back and now but you've opened up to actual agents and brokers I mean I got my business insurance through a broker that I know um, so are you trying to replace agents and brokers no you're not how Correct. what's what, what's your mission here yeah it's not to replace agents and brokers the reason we started with API first and through kind of non traditional partners like that you know accounting platform say is we believed fundamentally that if we started with technology and data first, we could simplify the whole buying process. So whether that's an individual small business owner through a platform that has to answer a few questions in order to, to get a price and quote and bind insurance, or for an agent. So we looked at it and said, agents and brokers, while they have, there's an opportunity to optimize what they do, they're pretty good at their jobs. Like they understand how to write a small business policy. So they're sort of getting it done today already. So we knew that we could enable them 
with technology, we asked ourselves like, what would be the harder problem to solve here? And let's start there. That's why we started with API first and said, what if we could embed an insurance experience in a platform that knows nothing about insurance previously? If we could do that well, we certainly can build a better experience for an agent or broker to sell a policy to. So we started with the API first and said, if we can make it so easy for someone to get a policy through an API in, an, in a non-insurance experience, um, then we know for sure we could also power agents and brokers. So what's, the, what's been the problem though in the, the business insurance side? It's like consumer, you know, you could say 15% or more on cars. I mean, like Geico, sure. you have places that, that have simplified the, I guess, the consumer side of insurance, but yes. is just the business side lagging in the technology? Yeah, that's a really good question. Two, two big things there. Yes, absolutely. So there has been a faster and larger investment in technology on the personal line side. So the home and auto insurance um, industry that they have seen more uh, innovation, more investment in technology there sooner. Um, probably a lot of different reasons for that, but for, you know, it, it's not new in the personal lines world that you could find a direct, uh, you could buy directly from an insurance carrier. That hasn't happened, you know, up until very recently uh, on the commercial line side. So there is not the investment in technology. Um, the second part of that is, well, a couple other parts of that. So for the small business owner, the way small business insurance policies got created traditionally from carriers was they actually built insurance policies initially for very large companies. So they looked at large organizations that we, they have very complex risks. There's a lot of questions. We have to understand a ton about this business to know how to rate this risk. Right? So what the carriers did was when for a small business, they said like, okay, let's use that same idea, right. Of this, this rate, the risk, and let's kind of fit it into a small business. So what that ends up looking like is a way longer application than you actually need. Like most small businesses are not that complex when they get started. Like those first handful of years and for a, a small business with 15 employees that never gets to be a thousand person company, like it gets a little more complicated over time, but it's still not that drastically complicated. So you don't need a 30 page application filled with questions about every part of your business and have 95% of those questions be totally irrelevant for a small business owner. So the way it works historically is like the agent and broker or broker would sit down with you and go, I've got to answer all these questions. Like, let's just get through this. Right. And for a lot of it, you're just like checking a box or skipping it or going as fast as you can. Cause it feels so irrelevant. So that's broken, right? Like just the, the process of having to answer a ton of questions, most of which are not relevant either because of industry or because of company size for your business. Like that's just a broken process. The other side of that is for the agent and broker, because that takes so long and the policy is so small, they don't make very much money on a small business insurance policy. Like there's very little margin in that policy in the first place. If they have to spend, you know, three, four hours getting an application out and then back and forth with carriers to try and get questions answered because there's follow-up underwriting questions after that initial application. Like by the time they get that policy bound, if they actually did the math, they're probably not making much money on it. And so you would ask them, well, then why are you doing this? Right. And the answer is like, well, I still make a lot of money. In most cases, if you're a, a small agency, like you do personal lines and commercial lines. So kind of I do, yeah. yeah, I do your home and auto. And also if I can't help you with your small business policy, when you come to me, you'll go to someone else. Guess what? That person you're going to, they also do home and auto. So if I send you away, I risk losing your whole business. So it's one of those things where it's like, in many cases, an agent will tell you like, I don't actually like writing small business insurance because it's complicated. It's hard to understand for the agent even. 
it takes a lot of time and I don't make that much money on it. Mm-hmm. Um, so all that doesn't sound very good. And we said, what if we could flip the script, significantly reduce the amount of time, pull the data from like pull actual real data from sources that already have the data that exists. So you don't have to spend all the time in the application. Now you can actually spend time as an agent, just understanding the business and the individual. So let's, let's actually dig, uh, take a moment to dig into that, uh, the tech stack. Like how does it work? How do you actually make the process simpler? Are you just automatically filling out the answers so they don't have to? Like, wh- what's the process look like and the tech behind it? Yeah, so there's a, there's a lot to this, but it, to try and simplify it for you, the first part of it that makes it work is we're not just reselling an existing product. So instead of going to the carriers and saying, hey, let's build a platform and make it easier to shop for commercial insurance. We said, we have to actually build new insurance products. We can't require a small business to answer all these questions and expect to have a great customer experience for them. So, so are we you, had- Are you providing the actual insurance or are you actually connected still to insurance providers? So it's sort of a middle ground. Think about it as white labeling. So we went to some insurance carriers and said, we have insurance expertise on our team. Our co-founders, and you know, our CEO is an actuary by trade and background. We've got very deep insurance expertise in our early stage founding team that understands how to do commercial insurance. So we had to convince a carrier to say, hey, you can take our products and basically build, rebuild them, right? So the way insurance works is it's regulated on a state-by-state basis. So in, in all 50 states, in fact, 51, including DC, you have to work with insurance regulators. So you file your insurance product. So you get approved as a carrier in a state. Now, what happens in some cases is there are carriers who've been approved in states, but they're not actually selling in those states. So for a company like ours, we can go to that carrier and say, hey, we would love to get access to your product and actually sell it. Um, but to rebuild it ourselves and actually manage insurance. So we're effectively acting like a full stack insurance company, but we're writing on someone else's paper. So they've given us permission to say, you can use our licenses to file insurance products in these states, but you're going to build the products. You're going to manage the underwriting. You're going to manage the pricing. So we're, we're managing the entire insurance product, which lets us underwrite differently. So we can ask a different set of questions than you would have to, to sell a you know, a Hartford small business policy, say, or someone else's existing travelers. Like all those guys have traditional questions that if you're going to just build an aggregator online, the minimum set of questions you have to ask is massive, right? But if you start your own product from scratch, you can ask fewer questions. And because we've built with technology and data in mind, we also have the ability to leverage third-party sources of data to answer those questions instead of a traditional application. Mm, So it's the two... Two combo here. You actually rebuilt a new product with uh, the backing of an insurance company, but you're you've white labeled providing it forward, uh, which allows you to customize more the experience and what you need to be able to unwrite it. And then you've also right. collected the data so you don't have um, other third parties, so you don't necessarily ask as much. So it simplifies right. the answer. Yep, and we have goals to drastically simplify that. So, like in a future state, you could answer two questions and that's all we need because we can get access to all the other information we need from from sources that exist, number one. By the way, those are oftentimes even more credible too because not that you're trying to mislead us when you're filling out, out an application, but again, it's not one of the highest priority things for an entrepreneur. So you're trying to get through this thing. Like sometimes you're, you're guessing at a number, you're pulling a thing, you're, you know, you're, you're just getting through it versus you've already this data already sits in your accounting platform, right? We know actually what your revenue is because it's there. Like we don't have to ask you that. We can just pull that from a verifiable third party. So that's just an example of how that might work. Gotcha, gotcha. This um, 
comes down to if you if you have white label product, et cetera, that means you have one price. And so you're still also when you're when someone says I'm gonna sell this, you you are a price compared to others, correct? It's it's like you kind of compete then. Am I getting that right among yes. other products? Yeah, we're another option in a market for that kind of you know small business. Yep. Correct. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. Now for an insurance agent, they're often thinking though, when it's, when they think of tech, uh, that you're, you're here, you're here to eat my lunch, uh, you know, removing me from the piece. Well, wouldn't just then the customer skip me and just fill out the application and sign with you. I mean, why and how are you still involving the agent? Yeah. So insure tech is a scary word for most agents because they've like historically over the last five years, when they hear that, like oftentimes, when you think about insurance innovation or disruption, like the first place people go is like, we'll, we'll disrupt distribution, right? We'll, we'll do an end around. We'll go around agents. We'll go direct to the small business owner, direct to the customer, whatever it might be. Um, and I get it. Like that makes sense. That has happened. There is some pain that agents have felt around that. Uh, and some of our competitors are sort of notorious for having started that way by trying to go direct. Um, we just believe like, number one, it's a massive industry. Like there are so many small businesses out there that need policies and so many starting every single day. And for many of them, like when you get to a point where you need insurance, you're going to go to what you trust and what you know. So if you have that agent you've already been working with for a long time, like we still think that agent's going to be the first call. <laughs> like So to not be available for agents and brokers, we think is a disservice because while small businesses are simpler in many cases, they still should talk to an agent or broker. Like there may be complexities about that thing that it might be hard to just automate with technology, right? Like, and the other part of that is like, you're always growing and evolving as an organization. So to have someone you can talk to about and say, hey, here's, here's what we think is going to happen this year. Are we still properly accounting for the risks that we have? You know, are we protected properly based on the, you know, the new equipment we're going to buy based on the growth trajectory, based on the new employees we have, like the new store we're opening. Like there's a lot of factors that we can't just automate and we can't expect to know without a human interacting. So we believe agents and brokers have a, a great place in the market. We'll always have a place in the market. And also we believe that new entrepreneurs starting might look to new places to acquire an insurance product. So our thing has always been like, let's just be available wherever that small business owner thinks to get insurance. If that's through QuickBooks, fantastic. Let's power an experience within QuickBooks. Uh, if, by the way, they go through QuickBooks and they still want to talk to an agent, guess what? There's an agent available to them. So we don't see it as an either or thing. Like I've throughout my career been a huge believer in like human plus technology. And I think if technology, what te technology really enables us to do is to better interact with other humans. We can spend more time understanding your business and talking about where you're going talking about potential risks and how we get ahead of some of the challenges you might have and spend less time doing data entry so that I can actually still make money on this policy. And now we can, we can be humans together. I, I love that tech company who fully believes in the power of humans still being that human touch, that human element being in the play and technologists there to, to empower or enable us to, to do our be jobs better. Yes, exactly. Um, the the future, what can you paint as far as the roadmap of where you're headed and maybe some features that you're excited about that are coming up? Yeah, good question. So um, one of the things we've been asked about a lot from uh, agents is uh, how can I 
even further simplify the process of like data data gathering up front. So today there still are a number of questions. It's pretty small subset we ask, but there's still questions that get asked up front. Uh, and in most cases, the entrepreneur is the best person to answer those questions. So what happens often today is an agent gets a call and they spend time on that call, literally just like, I'm just going to ask these questions. I'm going to fill it in as we go. Um, what if instead, like you could just go to that agent's website, click a link and fill in that, that stuff yourself really quick. What if instead I, as an agent could just have a conversation with you and say, by the way, I'm going to follow up and send you a link. I just need you to answer these few questions and we'll be on our way. So I've already gotten the, the stuff I need to get out of you. And also I'll have you actually accurately fill that out. So we're launching uh, something we're calling quick quote. That will be a unique link that any agent or broker can have. It can live on their website. It can be in their email signature. It can, they can use it however they want to. But what it does is just enable that user to enter information in a way that they understand super quick so that they can get the information needed to generate a quote. If that quote makes sense, the agent can look at it and go, yep, it's done, bind it, send the policy docs right now, and we're on our way. It, it, it simplifies both for the insurance agent, because they say, here, just fill it out right here, and for the end um, entrepreneur or business owner, because then they can just, give me a link, <laughs> let me just fill That's it right. out but they can still call and talk and ask questions if they want to. That's right. And it was actually one of the big advantages of starting with that like API first mentality of like empowering an experience through something like QuickBooks was <clears throat> we have to really simplify the way we ask a question if there's not an agent involved. So in the QuickBooks case, we're powering an experience there. If we can simplify it enough for that end user, well, then couldn't the agent also take advantage of the fact that we've simplified how we ask those questions? That's mm -hmm. exactly what we did. It was like, we took a technology we built here and we said, actually, I think it's really applicable in this world too, to really simplify that agent's life. Mm -hmm. now, is, it, is it both uh, liability insurance and uh, like equipment or, or, or uh, is it both sides? Like what's the, to what extent are you covering? Yeah, good questions. Because they're, you know, the small business insurance world is vast. There's a ton of products out there. We have three live today. So we have a general liability. So think about the kind of classic slip, trip, fall, like someone gets hurt in your store and they try and sue you, you're covered with general liability. A business owner's policy is that general liability plus coverage for their building or their equipment or their stuff. So if you own the building or if you have a bunch of equipment, like this also provides coverage for your stuff, your business property, in addition to that, um, to the general liability. And then professional liability is liability for knowledge workers is the easiest way to think about it. So if you're an accountant and you're providing a service to a business and you make a mistake, you know, it's often called errors and omissions, right? I make an error when I'm working with you, you could be liable for that error. That business could in theory sue you as a, as a knowledge, as a service provider and say, Hey, you really messed up my business. You want to make sure you're covered in, in the event that something like that happens. So professional liability is that other kind of the third product we have live today. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, I, I love this, this integration of, of technology still with the human element to, to make everyone's life simpler. Um, just, just for fun, when you think of technology, if you could wave a magic wand and have any futuristic technology be in existence right now, uh, what would you choose? Anything. Man. Uh, so not necessarily related to coterie, just anything in general. Anything. I, man, I don't know. It's to me, it's probably something around traffic. So I don't know if it's autonomous vehicles flying, like, I don't know what it is, but uh, reducing the amount of time we spend in a car sitting in traffic, uh, well, work from home certainly has helped that, but 
uh, I don't know. That that's one that jumps to mind. <laughs> what I'd be interested though, because of, of the exact field you're in, um, insurance on the business side, what will insurance look like for flying cars or autonomous cars? Well, that's so. I, it's actually a really good point. So one of the reasons uh, we view ourselves as you know really more or as much technology as we do insurance is the world is going to change. Mm-hmm. The insurance company that's able to adapt most rapidly to the changing environment, to work from home, to, you know, whatever, the, to COVID, right? To whatever the case might be, like, they're going to have a leg up because insurance is really just risk transfer. That's it, right? As mm-hmm. risks evolve, the way we transfer them should too. So mm-hmm. I think it's a fantastic question, right? It's like, well, in that future state, when people are no longer controlling the vehicle, shouldn't auto insurance change also? Absolutely, it should. The companies that can leverage data in a unique way are going to be the ones who can more quickly understand how do I rate that new risk? Mm-hmm. That's going to be a, a fascinating environment to be in of, of data is going to be king of, okay, what data points are we using to say, is this a safe vehicle? Is uh, what's the, maybe the roads that are, that are this be driving on? I don't know that the future will look like to Right insurance for that. By the way, that's always been true in insurance. The insurance companies that have that win over time, they use data. They either have access to different data or they use data differently than anyone else does. So what they can do then is they can they can look at a population, a risk, and they can evaluate that risk different than someone else can. Right. So if I believe everyone else thinks this is a super risky class, like let's say, um, you know, a certain type of driver, right? Like a good example is like a driver who gets a DUI. Like, you know, you might look at it and go like every driver with a DUI, we don't want to touch it. Like that's super risky. That's really crazy. Uh, <clears throat> and our, our CEO tells the story and he'll, he'll, he'll tell it tremendously well. But another company goes, actually, one of the things we've noticed is if they're 35 or over, when they got that first DUI, they actually become a better driver for the next five to 10 years because they just got scared straight. So while everyone else goes, oh my gosh, DUI, we don't want to touch it, super pricey, another carrier could go, hey, actually, if they've got a DUI, but they're 35 or older, we could actually charge them less than everyone else is charging, still make money on it, and basically capture the entire market of the good risks. And now the bad risk is still left sitting out there with other carriers. So that, like, it really is how insurance companies have historically won is, is by being able to look at data differently. So we believe as a data-first company, that gives us a massive advantage where like, we don't even know how we might be able to use that data, but yeah. we know that by ingesting more of it and bringing like data science in as a core function early on, like we've got a chance to, we've got a right to win in this category. I, data first, that, that will, will, will save, save the day in, in, in the future. Thank you so much Tim, for, for sharing this. For those that want to uh, hear more though about the journey that, that Tim has been on, stick around for part two, where we'll be hearing the founder's journey of, of building this actual company over the last few years and the insights there. But those that want to learn more about Quotary and being able to get involved, you can go to quotaryinsurance.com. That's C-O-T-E-R-I-E insurance.com. And looks like you can just get started, become an agent. Is that a good first step to just like yep, fill out absolutely. a form? Yep, that's perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time, Tim. And yep. um, we'll see you guys on the next episode of Uptech Report. Have you seen a company using AI, machine learning, or other technology to transform the way we live, work, and do business? Go to uptechreport.com and let us know.